Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back along to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast, part of the 90 Min Football family. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu. And on this edition of the show, we're going to be discussing the big news today coming out of the Premier League. Manchester City have been charged by the league for over 100 charges. Is that the right term? There's over 100 charges being brought against Manchester City uh, for, of course, breaching financial regulation. What does this mean? What is the knock-on effect of this? There is so, so much to chat about here that even as an Arsenal podcast, I think given we're in a direct title challenge against this lot, I think there's a lot to be discussed here and I think there's a lot to be said and we can talk about the impact it will have on Arsenal, but we can also talk about the wider impact and the wider shockwaves that this will send through the world of football. Uh, So let's just bring you all up to speed. Uh, If you're just joining us or, or you haven't been following the news today. Let's bring you up to speed with exactly what the Premier League have had to say, because they put out a statement this morning, which says, in accordance with Premier League rule W82.1, the Premier League confirms that it has today referred a number of alleged breaches of the Premier League rules by Manchester City Football Club to a commission under Premier League rule W.3.4. Details of the Premier League rules that the club is alleged to have breached are as follows. And on the Premier League's website, you can read all of these breaches. There are so, so many. Uh, It says that commissions are independent of the Premier League and member clubs. The members of the commission will be appointed by the independent chair of the Premier League Judicial Panel in accordance with Premier League rules. The proceedings before the commission will, in accordance with the Premier League, be confidential and heard in private under Premier League rule W dot whatever. The commission's final award will be published on the Premier League's website. So this confirmation is made in accordance with Premier League rule W.82.1. The Premier League will be making no further comment in respect of this matter until further notice. So sounds like a lot of jargon. Basically what it means in layman's terms is that Manchester City are in deep, deep shit. And these charges go all the way back to the 2009-2010 season up until 17-18, inclusive of those two campaigns. So this is a long, long period of time we're talking about. It's taken the Premier League four years to get to this point with their investigation. And you have to believe and you have to feel that given it's taken them so long, they feel they've got a strong case. To get it to this point, they feel that they've got a really, really strong case and that they could potentially, um, you know, eradicate this problem that Manchester City have brought them, I guess is how they would put it. There's a couple of bits in terms of the context of this that I think we need to discuss and I think we need to get into before we focus on solely the Arsenal element. But first of all, 
it's important to note that at the moment, there is the possibility of an independent regulator coming in to look after the Premier League. That is something that is hovering in the background. That is an idea that has been floated about and an idea that we believe has been put into motion, actually, in some senses. So some people will tell you, and, you know, we don't know for sure here personally, but some people will tell you that the Premier League are perhaps even more desperate to make sure that this sticks when it comes to Manchester City so that they can then showcase their ability to look after the Premier League without the need for independent regulation. That's what Manchester City would tell you. I'm not even saying that that's exactly true. I think that there are issues when it comes to Manchester City. I think we've all had concerns about Manchester City in the past, but as I've said to everybody I've spoken to about this today, it's impossible to sit here and say, yeah, absolutely, they're guilty. We don't know that, right? We 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 don't. I know we have an idea and a lot of people would say that they are guilty currently, but I think, you know, we know what the rules are in this country. We know how it works. You are innocent until proven guilty. You're not guilty um, until proven... No, how, do, how am I going to word this? So you're innocent until proven guilty. You don't have to prove that you're innocent. They have to prove that you're guilty is what I was trying to say. So we got to wait. we got to see how this pans out. People kind of looking at it now and saying, well, this could mean immediate sanctions, the likes of which include points deductions, which would put Arsenal in pole position to win the Premier League title this year. Let's be clear. I'm not expecting anything like that to be applied anytime soon, at least not this season. It has taken the Premier League four years to put this case together. What makes people think it's going to be concluded very quickly? This will probably drag on. I mean, I'd love to see it concluded quickly, but this will probably drag on. So be prepared for that. Um, accept that that is probably going to be how it's going to work out. And so don't get your hopes up about this season. Don't start you know, talking about Arsenal winning the league because of Manchester City having their points taken away, et cetera, et cetera. We'll, again, as I said, we'll come on to the whole um, the whole Arsenal impact and effect in a little bit. But uh, about the context, as I was highlighting, so the Premier League don't want an independent regulator. So I'm not saying that Manchester City are innocent, but they will probably use this as an opportunity to showcase that they can keep their own affairs in order that they can police their own product and that they can manage situations such as this one. The other thing to note is that Manchester City as a football club claimed that they weren't aware of this. They claimed this morning, actually, that the first they heard of it was a phone call that they received from the Premier League this morning, notifying them of their intentions. And they're actually said to be angered at the fact that it appears that some journalists were briefed about this before the Premier League released the official statement. Now, again, we don't know about this. Is this a distraction that Manchester City are trying to cause to divert people away from the fact that their stuff is not in order and that they've clearly broken some rules? Listen, if you're talking about one or two or three or five or ten charges, I sit there and I go, do you know what? You know, maybe they can prove otherwise. Maybe they can tie the Premier League up in knots in the way that they did with the whole UEFA case, you know, when they were banned from Europe. They were banned from Europe uh, by UEFA after they found them to have uh, failed to meet their FFP regulations. Manchester City appealed that two-year ban, took it to the Court of Arbitration for Sport, who, due to some technicalities, 
couldn't convict Manchester City or double down on the verdict already given. And so Manchester City won their appeal and they were able to compete in Europe again. So Manchester City, in a lot of ways, have been down this road before. But to come and serve over 100 charges, I'm not sure how you get your way out of that one. I'm not sure how you dance around that one. It feels like if you try and dance around one, you'll run into another. It's a lot of charges. And as I say, the Premier League must be quite confident in their ability to make this stick because they've never done anything like this before, not to this level, not to this extent. But then what does that mean for all of Manchester City's Premier League titles? What does it mean for, you know, the integrity of this this competition, the league that is seen by many around the world as the very best? What does that say about this league? It says that we allowed people like Manchester City's ownership, if, of course, again, and I stress the point, if they are found guilty, to turn the Premier League into the Wild West. And that can't happen. That can't be allowed to happen. The reputational damage that this will do to the Premier League, not just Manchester City, but to the Premier League as a competition, if it is found that they have essentially cheated their way to being successful, it's probably something that's going to take decades to repair. Look at the way Serie A suffered following the Calciopoli scandal. I have no idea what happened there. I think I'm back. Am I back? Just logged me out of my own live stream. Anyway, going back to what I was saying. Look how long it has taken Serie A to recover from the Calciopoli scandal. And you could argue they never have. You could argue that, you know, that that league as a product has never recovered and probably never will. The Premier League will be seen as being in the same boat. If it turns out that a side who have been so dominant in this competition for a number of years have been doing it in an illegal way. <laughs> I disappeared off the stream uh, because um, I don't know what happened. But the, the browser that I'm logged into just refreshed on its own. So apologies for that. But Biggs uh, says they got Harry. Man City are censoring you. <laughs> um, Johan says the Illuminati are coming for me. <laughs> Uh, Moss says the Prem trying to silence me. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy, isn't it? This is really, really big news. Really big news. And again, look, I'm not going to sit here and say that they're guilt. Like, I think they are. Like, if I had to guess, if I had to place a bet on one or the other, I'd say that they're going to be found guilty. Obviously, that hasn't happened yet. And you've got to be wary of that when you're discussing this and you've got to be clear about the fact that a verdict has not been reached yet. These are charges. These are accusations at this point. And it's now down to the Premier League to prove this. And, and, and essentially, once that is ratified, then they can go on and they can, you know, de deal out the sanctions, whatever they might be. There's been talk about points deductions, as I've said. There's been talks about expulsion from the Premier League. There's been talks about... Um, transfer bans. There's been talks about loads of stuff. And a lot of people have pointed out Pep Guardiola's comments from last year, where he, and I'm paraphrasing, essentially said that he defends this football club because whenever he's gone and asked about 
some of the accusations thrown their way, he's been given answers that were satisfactory to him or that he believed anyway. And he made it clear that if he finds out that there are any lies, if he finds out that they've that he's been lied to, then he will get up and walk away and he won't maintain any relationship whatsoever with the club. And I feel a little bit sorry for Pep Guardiola here. Okay, he's benefited from the big money that Manchester City have been able to spend. But he's a very, very talented coach, one of the best in the world. And he will see his own reputation tarnished as well because of the actions and responsibilities of those behind the scenes. Some would argue that Pep Guardiola probably knew about it or had an inkling about it. Maybe when Pep Guardiola was speaking last week and he said, like, you know, he was asked about Chelsea and he brought up the fact that eight or nine Premier League clubs had tried to get Manchester City banned. Do you remember that? Maybe he knew something was up last week and then maybe Manchester City's claims of not knowing this was coming are just totally false. I don't know. There's so much to unpack here and this is something I suspect that's going to rumble on and on and on and on for a long, long period of time. Long period of time. But what impact could this have on Arsenal? What is the knock-on effect of this on Arsenal? We're locked in a title charge. Our closest rivals at the moment, although I'd argue that Manchester United are not a million miles away from joining in and making this a three-way thing. Our closest rivals, though, at present are Manchester City. So what impact could this have? I've already said to you guys that I don't think we'll see any points deductions this season. I think it will take longer than that for them to come and reach their conclusions. But my God, what does this do behind the scenes at Manchester City? This causes absolute mayhem. Bedlam. This causes a long list of problems for Manchester City. It causes uncertainty behind the scenes. Will Manchester City, if they are found guilty point the finger at certain individuals within the club and get them fired and sacked and use that as a way of saying to people, look, we didn't want this to happen. We maybe didn't even know this was happening. This person is responsible. They will be my scapegoat. I will kick them out. So there's going to be uncertainty behind the scenes. There's going to be uncertainty in Pep Guardiola's mind, for sure. Imagine the the, the mixture of emotions he must be feeling right now. If he genuinely didn't have a clue about any of this, and now believes that the club have lied to him. There'll be anger there. There'll be disappointment. There'll be frustration. There'll be fear of what happens next. How can he possibly be fully focused on the football? Then you've got the players who will be feeling in a similar type of way. Angry, confused, shocked, stunned, maybe. Some of them probably won't care if we're being completely open and honest here, but the ones that do will, I think, be unsettled off the back of this. There is so much that this could potentially do, both on and off the pitch to Manchester City as a football club, that could distract from their efforts to win not just the Premier League, but the Champions League as well. So, yeah, I I think this will have a knock-on effect. I think this will cause them problems and you know that doesn't mean that they all of a sudden nothing to worry about because as we've seen over the years they're a fantastic football team perhaps the whole us against the world mentality is something that they can use to sort of fuel their passion and fight and power as a football team 
and maybe that drives them on to go and win the league anyway. Like it, it could go both ways is the point I'm trying to make. But I think it's undeniable that there will be some impact. Hopefully it's one way rather than the other from our perspective, but there will be some type of impact. People have been asking me today, if Arsenal do go on and win the Premier League title with this hanging over Manchester City, will there need to be an asterisk next to Arsenal's name? Will people play down our achievement or try to devalue our achievement if Manchester City are wiped out of the equation, you know, before the season is concluded because of a points deduction or something like that? I mean, some people say, yeah, and in an ideal world, I'd love to win it the normal way because then there are no questions and there are no disputes and nobody's ever going to try and throw that at us. But to be honest, first of all, or, or A, I would just love us to win the Premier League title again. It's been way too long. It's long overdue. And B, why should we be penalised or punished for the fact that Manchester City could have cheated their way to where they are today? So I won't have much sympathy for them if they're found guilty. And I won't let it impact or affect the enjoyment of my team potentially going on to win the league. We're not nailed on to do that. We're not guaranteed to do that. But it does feel like this is something that we can use to adv our advantage. This does feel like it's something that's going to be looming over Manchester City. It will dominate every press conference that Pep Guardiola has moving forward. It will dominate the media. The coverage of this is going to be unreal. And that is going to have some effect, some impact on Manchester City. As I've already said, I think that is undeniable. So can Arsenal take advantage of that? That is the big, big question. Um, let's see what you guys are saying in the live chat as well, because there's loads of you with us. Uh, start letting me know what you think. And I'm going to go through uh, as many of your comments as I possibly can between now and the end of the stream. Don't forget, if you want access to more content, to our premium content, you can visit us on the Another Slice platform. Link is in the description, anotherslice.com forward slash Chronicles of Aguna. Create your account on the platform, log in via that account and subscribe to the show. Once you've done that, you'll be able to access our premium content via the Another Slice website, via the Another Slice app, or if you prefer, you can take the custom RSS feed and you can plug it into whichever podcast platform it is that you prefer. So please do check that out. If I could also like uh, get you to like the video, uh, that would be very um, helpful. And of course, subscribe to this channel if you're brand new. But also, I know I'm asking a bit much now. He's, he's taking the piss, isn't he? Um, then please uh, visit the link in the description right down at the bottom to my personal YouTube channel, uh, which I kicked off last weekend. Um, dropped two videos today on there. The first one about this story uh, a little bit earlier on in the day, Manchester City charged by the Premier League. And I've since recorded a very short video discussing the sacking of Jesse Marsh as Leeds boss, which is also broken today. So it's been a very, very busy day on the Premier League football front. But yeah, check it out. Uh, right. Let's um, let's see what you guys are saying in the live chat. Uh, Matt G says, I don't think anything will happen this season as City will appeal for months. I just hope this unsettles Pep and the players. That's kind of my hope too, that it unsettles them more than we get some sort of sanctions dished out between now and the end of the season. The other thing to note, which I forgot to mention in my kind of opening bit, is that this is not like the case that they had with UEFA 
They don't have the ability here in Manchester City to go and appeal to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. So they'd be appealing to the Premier League. And are the Premier League going to accept an appeal against their own decision? And the answer to that is probably no. So it does feel like Manchester City kind of have their backs up against the wall here. It doesn't really feel like there's anywhere for them to go or to take this in an attempt to get out of it, basically. So I'm more confident that they will get done because of that fact, because of the fact that it won't go, it can't go to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. So, yeah, um, I think that's a, an important point to make. And I apologies, I didn't make it earlier on. Um, Lovely Lion says, I do not like Klopp or Liverpool, but this is disgusting. They've had trophies. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year, producing a balanced budget, not just for football, and saving on travel because spending less on airfares means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast on your favourite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill effectively stolen from them. Absolutely. You know, Liverpool, I've said it many a times, have been at incredibly high levels, you know, on two, three occasions and missed out on the Premier League title because Manchester City were just a little bit better than them. I'm not Liverpool's biggest fan. I'm not Jurgen Klopp's biggest fan. But you have to say they built the right way. They built organically. They sold players for big money, and they reinvested that money wisely. They did it the way you should do it. They did it the way we are trying to do it now. And that just shows you, doesn't it, if Manchester City have indeed cheated their way to the top, that Liverpool never really stood a chance. And that's not fair, and you don't want that in our game, and you don't want that in our sport. So, yeah, you're right. If I was a Liverpool fan, I'd be very frustrated. Sam says, surely Pep wouldn't have signed the contract extension in December if he knew about this or knew this was seriously going to affect the club. He may not have known about it in December, but I find it very hard to believe that Manchester City found out about this from a phone call this morning and, you know, and that they had no idea this was coming. They must have had an inkling. I mean, there must have been requests for these documents or, you know, discussions about why these documents weren't filed and, uh, and you know, any red flags identified on these documents previously. Surely, surely, like, I, I don't know, pretty interesting, but it makes a, it makes a mockery of Manchester City. It makes Manchester City look terrible, obviously, but it also makes a mockery of the Premier League, you know. You've heard La Liga leaders and, and various other leaders talk about this and say, you know, what chance do we have? There's there's clearly sports doping going on. 
uh, a financial doping, I beg your pardon, and sports washing going on in the Premier League. And people just prefer to turn a blind eye to it because of the revenues it generates. Well, now they've got an even bigger case and they will be beating that drum louder and louder and louder off the back of this news. That is that is certainly going to be the case. I'll just read to you quickly Manchester City's statement on this because obviously Manchester City came out and put their own uh, statement forward. I think I might have briefly touched on the sort of general makeup of it earlier on. But just to clarify, Manchester City's statement says, Man City is surprised by the issuing of these alleged breaches of the Premier League rules, particularly given the extensive engagement and vast amount of detail materials that the EPL has been provided with. Club welcomes the review of this matter by an independent commission to impartially consider the comprehensive body of irrefutable evidence that exists in support of its position. As such, we look forward to this matter being put to rest once and for all. But even if City are found not guilty, they will be judged by public opinion. It's trial by social media these days, right? That's how it goes. And people have spoken about this in the past and people have pointed to it as a potential issue in the past. But nobody's gone this far. Nobody's collected evidence over a four year period and, you know, come at this with so much chest. 100 plus charges. Wow. That is massive. Dave R says, also, all this surrounding the club will unsettle the players for sure. Who knows? They may have been informed that this was coming. Um, Big GZ says, cheating is not a good look. Um, Naples Gunner says, oops. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I just put Naples Gunner in timeout by accident. What the hell is that? Mate, I am so, so sorry. I beg your pardon. You'll be allowed back in in 300 seconds, apparently. I did not mean to click that. I'm sorry. Um, I will come to your comment in a bit. Um, I beg your pardon. What am I doing? Uh, Paul James says, we're above them on merit. We need to win the Premier League on our merits, not by default. Alfie says, I don't want any points deductions this season. I've been waiting nearly 20 years for this. I don't want it robbed from me. Would you see it like that, though? Would you see it as being robbed from you? Um, because the way I see it is if Manchester City were docked points for cheating, then they deserve that. And if Arsenal then managed to finish above everybody else, then I don't really have a problem with that. I understand what you mean. If if Manchester City get deducted points, then there will always be people out there that question whether we were actually the best team on the pitch over the duration of the 38 games. And yeah, I, I know where you're coming from, but I mean... If they do get a points deduction, it's pretty much because they deserve it, isn't it? More than anything else. Uh, Joe Nicholson says players like Gundogan won't sign new contracts in these turbulent times. Difficult, isn't it? Difficult. Uh, across the pond says, uh, how about all the Arsenal pundits and fans that wanted us to be more like Roman Abramovich Chelsea and more like City all along? Something to be said doing for doing things the right way. Arsenal should be heralded. It just goes to show, doesn't it? When um, when people when people sort of sit there and go, oh, you know, why do you care about the money? Why do you care about the way the club is operating? All you should care about is your team being successful. You should never think about this and you should never think about that. Why? So our club can end up like this. No, 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 no. As, as Moss says in there, 
it's really important to be to be honest it's really important to be um you know seen as a, a reputable football club it's really important to do things the right way arsenal have always done things the right way whether you agree with some of the things some of the decisions they ultimately make or not there's never even been a question around arsenal in this sense there's never been a question around our integrity as a football club and i prefer it to be that way uh ian says uh, if they're found guilty what are the chances of other teams suing them i mean if they are found guilty this could get really really messy couldn't it because you're then looking back at um you know you're, you're then starting to look back at titles that they won who do they now go to the runner-up is that how it's going to work is it going to be that simple what about the money that those teams lost in terms of not being first place in terms of Premier League prize money and potential uh, sort of commercial revenue that you would have had on top of uh, sort of the prize money just because you were champions? How do you quantify all that? And it just opens up a massive can of worms, doesn't it? Uh, then you're going to talk about teams that were beaten by Manchester City during that period that ended up getting relegated off the back of it and then disappeared into the abyss of the Football League. Like, there's so much here that you then have to go back and retrospectively look at. And for this to have been going on, for what? As I said, we're talking from uh, 2009-2010 to 2017-18 inclusive. That is a long bloody time. The Premier League landscape has changed so much in that time. And Manchester City if found guilty through cheating would have impacted that this is this is going to get messy i promise this is going to get messy dave hill says what happens if they pip us to the post and then are found guilty some months later exactly that's another example of how this could get messy crazy stuff um wandering minstrel says the young guns should keep their heads down and carry on yep you know if this is not motivation to go out and beat them uh when they come to the emirate stadium in around about, what, nine days' time, then I don't know what is. Um, let's go out and do it. Uh, let's take a few more. Um, Tom says, aside from the football side, Man City being such a sports-washing tool for the Abu Dhabi owners could shame, um, and could shame them, and bad press could entice them to sell the club if it is sentenced to be relegated. Yeah, I'm sure they'll jump ship. If, um, you know, if the club is relegated for sure. Uh, Mohammed says, hi, Harry, we must focus on ourselves winning football matches and watch what happens from a distance. I think it'll take some time to see the clear picture. Maybe not this season. I agree with that, mate. Uh, this is random. Nothing to do with what we're talking about, but um, I'm going to star this, Matt, and we'll come back to it in a bit. I just want to finish off on the Man City stuff. Um, what else have we got? Not Focal says Arsenal fans should appreciate how the club is run now. You see the problems Chelsea and City have now. Well, it's not, yeah. I mean, look at the Roman Abramovich thing. Look how that uh, sort of panned out. You know, look how that's gone. Look how that is all. Um, look at the shit, basically, that Chelsea fans and Chelsea Football Club had to go through um, before they could. Um, before they could, uh, you know, get to where they are today. And even today, where they are, it's a bit it's a bit questionable, isn't it? A bit questionable. Um, what else have we got in here? 
so many comments about this. It's such a, a juicy subject, isn't it? Uh, don't forget to leave a like on the video, by the way, if you haven't done so already. Uh, it really, really does help. Big GZ says fake betting partnerships ain't on Harry. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of talk about eSports prize money that seemed like that was overblown and overinflated. There's talk of a betting company, I think, that had, what, 15 employees or something turning over a crazy amount of money and then pumping it into Man City as sponsorship. There's so much that is coming to light. I mean, a lot of this has come to light at different times over the past few years and never been seen as a as big an issue as it is today. But whether Manchester City are found guilty or not, people will still be sceptical because people generally, I think, feel like they knew this was going on or at least had an inkling. And that is the worst thing about this, is that a Premier League club, one right at the top of the division, one who have won the title, what, four out of the last five years, have been hit with over 100 charges and nobody, nobody whatsoever is surprised by this. That's the saddest thing about that. Just think about that for a minute and think about what that tells us about the state of our division and of our Premier League. <sighs> Let's take a couple more uh, bits. Uh, I'll take this one from Matt now, which isn't Man City related. He says, this may be a stupid question, but why does Saka and Martinelli take our corners? Wouldn't it be better to have someone like Xhaka take corners and Saka and Martinelli be in the box? Um, I don't mind them taking corners if their delivery is good. I, I don't think either of them are particularly um, dominant physically to want to have them in the box. I remember when Martinelli first came to the club, he scored a few headers and I thought this guy's got a real aerial presence about him, but I don't think we've seen much of that in recent years. Maybe it's due to the position he plays. I don't know. Um, but I mean, I, I just allow whoever's the best deliverers of the ball are. You often see... Martin Odegaard go over and take a short corner with them. There's clearly some te uh, routines that, you know, the, the set-piece coaches put forward and that Arsenal are keen to stick to. But, I mean, I, I never really thought about it too much because I think your wingers taking corners is is probably normal, um, not something to really ring alarm bells for me. And I don't think either of them are particularly big lads. So, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. But, I mean... I, I would just look at it as whoever's got the best delivery should be taking the corners. And um, and that's how I see it. Uh, what else uh, have we got? Uh, P. Trim says, Harry, has the integrity of the Premier League been compromised? If they are found guilty, absolutely 100%. The best and the biggest league in the world will have been manipulated by cheating. That is not on. And as I said to you before, look at what a scandal, a big high-profile scandal involving a high-profile club has done to Italian football. That is the blueprint. That is the evidence of what can happen when your league has a cloud hanging over it, like repeated cheating. And we're not talking about one season here. We are talking about nine seasons or so. The integrity has absolutely been compromised. And although Manchester, although the Premier League, as I said right at the start, probably want to show to the independent regulators or those calling for independent regulation that they can keep their own house in order, that they've identified a problem, they've gone out themselves and they've dealt with it. It also has a major knock-on effect on their product. So it's not all 
sort of roses for the Premier League if they find Manchester City guilty. They are going to have to deal with the repercussions and the fallout of this later down the line. Do the Premier League know maybe... I mean, if they've been investigating this for four years, Man City have won, what, three of those four Premier League titles? Why has it taken so long to get to this point, to build the case? Did someone else know about it? Was that the problem? Were they worried that this was going to come out elsewhere and so they've had to act now? I don't know. There's so much to think about here. And, you know, this is going to be a fascinating story to follow. And and I remember sort of speaking to um, uh, sort of friends of mine that maybe don't watch as much Italian football and, and often said to me, well, look, it would only happen in Italy, this kind of scandal, the cheating, you know, the cooking of books. It's happening right here on our doorsteps. All right, not on our doorsteps, about four hours up the road. But it's happening in our division. It's happening in our league. Nowhere is immune to this type of thing. And it needs to be dealt with. It really does. And the more severe the punishment, the more likely it is to deter others from doing such a thing. Uh, Robert says, my business partner's a city season ticket holders. One called me today and asked, uh, do you need counselling? He weren't happy. Yeah, I, I can imagine. But again, like, I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, look, no football fan deserves to see their club dragged through the mud because they're not the ones making the decisions, right? They're not the ones that would have been complicit to this. But I mean, come on, surely when you're seeing Manchester City at the top of the Deloitte Money League, you know that something is not right. Now, I'm not wishing to dig out Manchester City supporters. They love their club like every other supporter loves their football club. But how could you not know that something wasn't right? How could you not know that something wasn't fishy? You know, you look at them. I don't mind them spending money, right? They got investment coming in, fine, no problem. But the the issue I've always had with Manchester City is when is when people look at their revenues that they seem to be making year on year and don't ask questions about that. How does a club? with a much smaller fan base than any of the other elite English football clubs, turn over more revenue and put themselves top of the Deloitte Money League. How does that happen? How does that happen? You've got to start questioning how that's happened. They own a business that is the shirt sponsor of the football club. Okay, not illegal, but surely there should be extra checks in place to make sure that there isn't anything untoward going on there. I'll give you an example, right? If I rent out a property, I can't rent it out to a family member without going through extra checks. If if I if, if that family member, for argument's sake, in England was claiming some sort of housing benefit, I couldn't rent my property out to them. I looked at it. It can't be done. And if it is done, if there is a way of doing it, you're going to have to jump through a million hoops. So the same type of thing should be applied when you've got your own business sponsoring your football club. How is there not a massive risk of money laundering there? And how have the authorities not taken greater steps to make sure that this is not going on and to prevent us from getting to this situation? Because I tell you what, Whatever happens to Manchester City, they deserve it. Whatever, If they're found guilty, whatever they've got coming to them, they deserve it. But what I would say is this. Forget Man City for a minute. Just park Man City for a minute. The wider implication this has on the Premier League is huge.
the problems that are going to come off the back of this are huge. It's no longer the best league in the world anymore. It's the league that's been found to be corrupt. It's the league that allowed Manchester City to come in and change it and get away with it and disregard all of the rules and be successful off the back of that. This has a massive impact, not just on Manchester City as a football club in isolation, but on the brand of the Premier League. And the more I'm talking about it and the more I'm speaking about it out loud, the more I think that that the Premier League won't want to find them guilty on all 100 plus charges because it makes them look stupid. It makes the league look incompetent. So much to unpack. I'm just thinking out loud right now, but there's so, so much. Uh, to kind of make sense of here. This is going to be going on for long, uh, for a long, long time, I should say. But anyway, um, it is kind of ironic though, isn't it, as well? I, I just got to get this in before I go. That at a time where we're looking at Chelsea, have spent £600 million since Todd Bowley come in or there or thereabouts. Manchester City um, are the ones that are being investigated and the ones that are being charged is what it is. Right, I'm going to leave it there, guys. Thank you all so, so much for tuning in. As always, remember, leave a like on the video if you haven't done so already. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, check out the new channel as well, where we're talking about general football topics, including a little video on this Manchester City thing, which I recorded a little bit earlier on in the day uh, when I first heard about the news. Uh, please do check that out. Subscribe and follow that channel as well. I'll be back with you tomorrow for another episode of the Chronicles of Aguna. Until then, take care and goodbye. All the best. I'm Martin Tyler and you're listening to Harry Simeon.